0: Omagyanati Timirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya. Chakshurun militam yena tasmai shri guravenamaha. Srimad Bhagavatam, canto 1, chapter 15 is entitled, The Pandavas Retire Timely. I'll summarize this chapter based on the translation and commentary of His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada of the beautiful Srimad Bhagavatam the narration of the personality of Godhead the previous chapter narrated how Arjuna had returned to Hastinapur and informed yudhishthira who had already pretty much ascertained or worked it out that Krishna had departed from this world that that actually was the fact Arjuna is extremely dejected Krishna has departed from this world. He could hardly say anything or do anything. Or he was absolutely overcome with distress that Krishna had left. Remembering Krishna, Arjuna said to his brother, Arjuna, that, oh, king, my dear brother, the king of the world, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Hari, Krishna, He's the supreme Lord, but He treated me just like His very intimate friend. But now He's left and gone away. I'm feeling bereft in His absence. Ah, uh, as a result, my astonishing power, Arjuna was a very, very powerful. It's left me. I'm I'm bereft of Krishna. I'm bereft of my power. He has gone the separation from whom would make make the devotees especially feel as if everything in the whole world is completely empty. And actually without Krishna, this whole world is empty and meaningless, and that is particularly felt like the devotee, by the devotees. So uh, Arjuna continued to recall many of the events in Arjuna's extraordinary life and in events in the life of other members of the Pandavas uh, they are remembered even to this very day for their heroic activities and Arjuna remembers them and, and says yes we did this, we did that it was all due to Krishna it was all due to Krishna empowering us and uh, this narration of Arjuna's to its it's like a summary of the whole Maha or the Pandava's role in the Mahabharata, and many, many great activities they performed. For instance, um, Arjuna, in his youth, dressed as a Brahmana, entered the Swayamvar ceremony of Draupadi, the ceremony in which uh, the different kings would exhibit their power, and then Draupadi would choose the best of them to be her husband. And Arjuna, although dressed as a Brahmana boy, by Krishna's grace, Arjuna says, I was able to pierce the fish target, which no one else was able to do, and thus uh, attain the hand of Draupadi. Uh, Then, because Krishna was with me, when we went to the Khandava forest, uh, Krishna empowered Arjuna so that the forest could be burned. Indra, who is the father of Arjuna, opposed that, but Arjuna was able to overcome uh, Dev, all by the grace. He, he's Arjuna is remembering all the many astounding activities he had, before, he had performed throughout his life. Uh, and understanding, actually it's all Krishna's mercy. It's all because of Krishna. Then when The demon Maya was saved from the Kandava forest by uh, Arjuna's intercession because Krishna wanted to destroy that demon. Therefore they could build their uh, extraordinary assembly house. Uh, The kings, they had wonderful palaces, but that of Yudhisthira, that of the Pandavas, was exceptional. So that was all due to Krishna. All the princes assembled during the Rajasuya sacrifice... Those who have studied Mahabharata, they will know all these things. I don't have time now to recite all these wonderful activities, but we we can just take it that Arjuna had had an extremely eventful life, had performed so many extraordinary activities for the benefit of the world, a very glorious life, maybe in some ways from the external perspective, more glorious than Krishna. Krishna glorifies his devotees, more than he glorifies himself. But Arjuna is remembering, he's going back through his whole life and remembering, yes, yes. It was all due to Krishna. It's all due to Krishna. Krishna is helping us. Krishna has been helping us at every step. Um, referring to Bhima, Arjuna refers to Bhima as the younger brother of Yudhishthira and he of course, Bhima is also elder to Arjuna that Uh, Bhima was able to conquer over Jarasandha, the the terrible demon who had imprisoned so many kings and uh, Krishna, by the agency of Bhima, released so many kings who were otherwise going to be offered in human sacrifice. And later those kings, they all offered tribute to Yudhishthira, not to Krishna. Krishna makes his devotees glorified. Then uh, Draupadi she was uh, insulted in the gambling match in the uh, Asad Sabha in among the when uh, Dushashana mistreated Draupadi and she loosened her hair and said I will not tie it again until this Dushasana all these rascals are punished because for a woman to go around with her hair untied is uh, very inauspicious. Uh, So she, by this vow, which was to be fulfilled by Krishna, uh, she was able to see all the queens of those and Dushta, these very bad kshatriyas, very bad kings who had mistreated her and the Pandavas, that they all had to go with loose hair. Why? Because... All of their husbands died. That was all the arrangement of Krishna. So loose hair is for, for mourning, for something very auspicious. And if, if the hair is worn loose, uh, when there's no occasion of mourning, then it brings in inauspiciousness. So all these points have to be understood from points of Vedic culture to understand this. Then, um, while they were in exile, the Pandavas... Uh, Duryodhana sent Durvasamuni that you go with your thousands of disciples and you go and see Yudhishthira, and then he'll have to feed you he won't be able to feed you then he'll be in trouble then he'll get cursed by Durvasamuni this was Duryodhana's plan but by Krishna's grace uh, Drupadhi in the cooking pot she had a little speck of food left which Krishna took and if Krishna is satisfied, then everyone is satisfied. So, the the Muni and his disciples felt completely full, and therefore they didn't go back to Yudhishtha. These are all, you, you have to study Mahabharata and understand all these, uh, how Krishna has protected the Pandavas, how he's interacted with the Pandavas, and then we can understand what gratefulness Arjuna was feeling toward Krishna. Then another, there's so many wonderful activities involving Krishna and Arjuna and Bhima and all the Pandavas. Um, Another time, uh, Arjuna was uh, fighting with a, uh, what we would call a tribal person, tribal man in the forest, and it was a terrible fight. Arjuna couldn't, as a trained Kshatriya, couldn't expect to uh, have a decent fight with a a jungle, tribal person, but actually Arjuna was surprised how competent this person was in fighting, and the person who was fighting with Arjuna also became surprised, because actually that was the great Lord Shiva in disguise, disguise. and he was surprised what a good fighter Arjuna was, so uh, Lord Shiva uh, fought with Arjuna, and later he was very satisfied with Arjuna and gave Arjuna's benediction, so... Arjuna is remembering, recall, recounting to Yudhishthira that this is all possible by Krishna. How can I fight with Lord Shiva? It must be only because Krishna has uh, blessed me in this way. So Shiva gave to Arjuna his Pashupata uh, weapon. Then uh, Arjuna entered the heavenly planets and he was given an assignment by the demigods to destroy certain demons who are giving trouble to the demigods. That means that even the demigods, they respected Arjuna, and they became, uh, they took shelter of him. How is that possible? Arjuna is a man of this world, not a demigod of the heavenly planets. How is it possible? It's all by Krishna's mercy. Arjuna is recalling again and again and again Krishna's mercy upon him. What to speak of the great battle of Kurukshetra where the warriors on the uh, party of the Kurus, they were they far outnumbered those, the, the warriors, the armies of the Pandavas. Plus, on the side of the Kurus were the most reputed warriors. Bhishma, Drona, Pramukhata. Uh, Bhishma and Drona were the uh, foremost of them. Very, very many great warriors. Of course, there were great warriors in the party of the Pandavas also, but it appeared that there was no chance for the Pandavas. They must be defeated by the uh, Kauravas because they had the best soldiers, they had more soldiers, but jayas Panduputranam Yesham Pakshe janadana Certainly the Pandavas, they must be successful because Krishna is on their side. Arjuna was remembering this, uh, this uh, terrible battle. What chance was there for the for the pandavas to succeed the chance they must succeed even though all the odds were against them because krishna was on their side even krishna wasn't fighting but krishna was supporting them he's as the charioteer of arjuna and arjuna remembers that also krishna although he is the lord of all the worlds everyone bows down to him all sane people bow down to him and the insane people who don't want to bow down to him they simply have to suffer for not doing so he's the greatest of all persons his constitutional position is to be served by everybody but he voluntarily agreed to serve Arjuna as the Parthasarati, the chariot driver of Arjuna, so Arjuna was remembering this, how kind Krishna has been to me, my most intimate friend, my protector, my guide, my master, my Krishna. He would live with me. We would lie on the same bed together and talk and joke. I would make jokes about him as if he was an ordinary person. He allowed me to enter into such an intimate relationship with him. How kind is Krishna to me? Arjuna is remembering all of this. And then Arjuna said, yes, but now Krishna that same Krishna who was the life of my life, for whom life in this world was meaningful only because of him. Arjuna was recounting that I did so many glorious things, I was praised by so many people, but actually all these things have no meaning to me without Krishna. The real pleasure of my life was not being famous, not being powerful, not being reputed. The real pleasure of my life was Krishna. And Krishna has now left this world. So Arjuna is distraught. Then at uh, one particular incident had happened. After Krishna left this world, all his queens were still in the world. Oh, the, uh, the men of the Yadu dynasty had all perished. This was another terrible piece of news. By Krishna's arrangement, the members of the Yadu dynasty fought amongst each other and destroyed each other of course this was Krishna's arrangement because it was time for him to leave this world which means that all the members of the Yadu dynasty should do also there was no one powerful enough in the world to overcome them because they're all uh, relatives of Krishna so he arranged for them to superficially destroy each other although actually they just went on to join Krishna in his pastimes in another universe so that was that's another terrible piece of news and then all the queens were there, left unprotected. So Arjuna was uh, going to bring them to Hastinapur, where they could dwell. But then just some bandits, some very low-grade people and not very skilled fighters, they had overcome Arjuna and taken the queens away, which the uh, Acharyas who explained all of this, they explain again, this is Krishna's arrangement, otherwise it couldn't happen. But Arjuna, he uh, made the point that I'm the same Arjuna who defeated so many great demons, who defeated all the warriors in the battlefield. I have the same Gandiva with me, but now without Krishna, I'm powerless. I'm I'm i become nothing. But that's the actual situation of everyone. We all be, we are all nothing without Krishna. Whatever we can, if we can do anything, it's only because of Krishna. We don't have any independent power. So Arjuna was realizing this and relating this to Yudhishthira. So uh, Yudhishthira, hearing this, he decided, okay, Krishna left the world, then there's no point in me staying in it. And although Yudhishthira was king of the world with all opulence, all power, all reputation, he decided... Krishna's gone, all the symptoms are that the world is just getting worse and worse and worse. I've lived in this world, I've done my duty, now it's time for me to leave the world. And without informing anyone, even his own brothers, he just... uh, Well, he he made a particular sacrifice, a suitable sacrifice before leaving home. That means a religious sacrifice. And then he uh, prepared himself mentally for detaching himself from this world and then he just left home and he, he, giving up all his jewels and his opulent robes, he just dressed in some tattered cloth, he didn't speak to anyone, he didn't hear anyone, as if he became deaf and dumb and just wandered off just to concentrate on Krishna and leave this world oh another important thing he did before leaving he wasn't very as a responsible king he installed his grandson Parikshit on the throne of the world and at Mathura he established uh, uh, Vajanab, the grandson of Krishna great grandson of Krishna as the king of Mathura so Yudhishthira he did everything required and he left home and this example should be followed by all elderly people who want to attain krishna all elderly men especially that when their family duties are done when their uh, end of life is approaching just leave everything don't stay at home don't uh, remain in this uh, illusory comfort do whatever is required to attain krishna just become completely absorbed in krishna as yudhishthira did so the other pandavas also they followed yudhishthira they thought he's gone he's left everything then why shall we stay and they followed his example kunti devi and dropadi subhadra all of them they they all decided now Whatever we've done in the world, we've done, it's all finished. there's nothing more to do. Now uh, we shall follow. We shall go to find Krishna. Krishna has left this world. He's gone to another universe, then we shall go also. We have no reason to stay here. So uh, the supreme personality of Godhead, he is unborn. He never dies. He comes into this world to enact his pastimes so that we, the conditioned souls, may be attracted to them. He comes with all his great devotees, such as the Pandavas. Uh, He performs many wonderful activities which clearly distinguish him as the Supreme Lord. He speaks the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, Arjuna, in the time of his distress, uh, after the departure of Krishna, he remembered the instructions of Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita and Arjuna became again By remembering those instructions he became fixed in transcendental knowledge so we should also become fixed in transcendental knowledge amid the uh, very disturbing situations that this material world inevitably uh, bring to us. We should uh, understand Krishna's instructions in Bhagavad Gita and transcend the distresses of this material world as Arjuna did and make our resolve to live just like Yudhishthira and the Pandavas, they lived in this world as um, performing their duties honestly in a in a manner in accordance with dharma. But there came a time in their life when they when they thought, "Now we have all our duties are done, so now we should just uh, live only for Krishna." Of course, they were living only for Krishna in their householder life, but they had many householder duties to perform also. But their kind of time that now, now we have nothing left to do only to hear and chant about Krishna to become completely absorbed in Krishna so here in the Srimad Bhagavatam it's stated that the Pandavas uh, they left home, they became completely absorbed in Krishna only remembering Krishna at every moment no sense gratification no activities of this world no bills to pay no people to bless nothing, no work to do. Only we shall think of Of Krishna. Only we shall think of Krishna. Uh, So uh, that is the ultimate attainment that everyone should aspire for. Uh, This Krishna speaks Bhagavad Gita. He teaches us to always remember him. So that is what we should, everyone should aspire for. for. By hearing these activities of the Pandavas We should follow in their footsteps. We can't expect to be as great, as elevated, as exalted a devotee as Yudhishthira or Bhima or Arjuna. But we can pray for their mercy that we can also develop that intense love for Krishna, which is the ultimate purpose of life. So uh, we recommend everyone to study this Srimad Bhagavatam very carefully, again and again and again. This is only one volume, there are 18 volumes. And within here we will find out all the pastimes, all the glorious activities of Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, in his uh, various forms. He appears as Ram, Nushingha, Varaha, Kurma, the original form Krishna, his most dear. Uh, the, this part of the Bhagavatam describes how The Pandavas were extremely dear to Krishna. He was extremely dear to them by the grace of Krishna, by the grace of his great devotees. We can follow in their footsteps and go back to Godhead. The Pandavas went back to the spiritual world. In the Mahabharata it stated that uh, actually they went to the heavenly planet. So that might seem to... What's that? That's contradictory. Well, we understand that the Srimad Bhagavatam is especially uh, presented... For the pure devotees of Krishna, whereas the Mahabharat, that's to bring people to the platform of pure devotion. People are interested in going to the heavenly planets, so there's a somewhat different version there. When in different scriptures there's some apparent contradiction, uh, we have to understand that by the explanation of the acharyas. So the acharyas explain that. Srimad Acharya means the um, great spiritual teachers who have realized all the imports of the scriptures. So we understand that the Bhagavatam is meant for the uh, topmost devotees. Mahabharata is also relishable by the topmost devotees, but it's also presented for materialistic people to attract them to the topics of Krishna. So Srimad Bhagavatam is the topmost evidence, Srimad Bhagavatam, mamalam. It is the... Uh, if there's any apparent discrepancy between Shrimad Bhagavatam and other scriptures, we accept the version of the Srimad Bhagavatam as topmost. And certainly the, the Pandavas, as great pure devotees of Krishna, they weren't interested in such petty things as going to the heavenly planets to enjoy sense gratification. They had no interest in any such paltry things. They were simply interested in pure devotion to Krishna. And by studying Srimad Bhagavatam, by hearing the message of Srimad Bhagavatam, we also become fully attracted to Krishna. Uh, we, We imbibe the spirit of the Pandavas and other great devotees that we only want to live for Krishna. Our life is Krishna. Without Krishna, everything is empty. So when Krishna left this world, the Pandavas... They also decided to leave this world. We're not in that situation. It's not that we should all rush off and commit suicide or any such thing. But in one sense, uh, in a figurative sense, we can commit suicide in as much as we should become detached from this world. There's nothing, nothing of any value in this world. The real life is in Krishna, with Krishna. So while living in this world, we can hear about Krishna, chant about Krishna, remember Krishna. And prepare to be transferred to the spiritual world as the Pandavas were. And in the spiritual world we'll be with Krishna and we'll be with all his great devotees. and We can live there eternally in complete bliss with the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. We can do that by hearing these narrations of Srimad Bhagavatam and by chanting the holy names of Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hari. hari.